Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans. There you go. Forgot to unmute me. To the uh, Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, June 8th, show number 284. Scott Hammer and Ron Miller coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. From the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio. And uh, tonight on the show, Brian Sabito will be yeah. uh, joining us here in just a little bit. Also, Ron Miller making his first public appearance, I'm guessing, since yeah, yeah. Uh, going under the knife a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah early yeah. Tuesday morning. You, you, you brought a little extra stuff with you, yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> Everything's good, though, right? Uh, that's what he said. He said it went well, so... All right. I'm, I'm still planning on racing early August. And did you tell your doctor about that, or he doesn't need to know? What? Okay. Good point. Uh, we have uh, some uh, window stickers, uh, courtesy oh. of DCR Graphics. Here, let's uh, turn off our studio cam for a second here so you can see this. I don't even know if... <laughs> there we go. Now you can see it. Um going to give one away tonight and then uh, another one uh, next week a nice little window sticker hammer down yeah. racing report logo all you have to do is um and this is only for our live listeners this week right uh but just uh, go ahead and type in hashtag hammer down in the comments don't do it yet hold on i gotta actually click on this thing here to start collecting them there we go so type in Hashtag hammer down in the comments anytime uh, before we do the drawing, which we'll do toward the end of the show. And uh, you can win a free window sticker courtesy of uh, DCR Graphics. And if you don't win, you can always buy them. They're just five bucks. He'll mail them to you. He had a whole bunch of them uh, he had at the track last week. So uh, if you see him at the track, he pits down at uh, Oakshade. If if you're going to Oakshade in his uh, late model down at the south end of the track, pretty much the furthest south end, right in the middle between turns one and two. Uh, just look for the black and yellow number eight car, and uh, you can uh, meet him there. You don't even have to call him ahead of time, but you can and uh, get some uh, some of those tickets. I think we talked to a few people. They were asking where he was because uh, they saw me carrying that back uh, on uh, Saturday. He, where yeah. is he? Where exactly. Is he? It's like, where'd you get those? So hopefully they found him. So we'll keep that up there for the uh, hammer down the comments for a sure. And, and that's for on, most of the show. That's Facebook and YouTube, correct? Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, if you're checking us out on Twitter, that won't work on Twitter. You have to do it on uh, Facebook or YouTube. So you have plenty of time to switch over before we do the drawing here tonight. Got to mention Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Give uh, give them a call. Five. Oh, speaking of which, uh, John, I did. He, he he dropped off some. I did. Some Big D's Sunday last Sunday. I did. Yeah, he dropped. He, he went. Uh, John Young, uh, winner. He's won in the past, of course. Uh, he also not only just goes there to get his own pizza, he showed me the back of his truck. He was like brings, five pizzas brings back high pizza. with like three wide. And I was like, what the hell? So he's definitely uh, supporting our sponsor, and we appreciate yeah. that. I'm sure that uh, Dean does as well. Big D's Pizza has a delivery guy. They do. If you need uh, Big D's in Toledo, call John Young. There you he go. He might be able to help you out. Uh, but uh, call Big D's and Clyde, 419-547-1444. You can order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Uh, their Sunday special, again, three large uh, or a large three-topping pizza for just nine ninety nine. 
uh, Big D's and Clyde. And follow them on Facebook because they periodically put up uh, different specials right. that they have there. Uh, Big D's and Clyde, big on taste, not on price. And, of course, uh, John Young is their unofficial Toledo pizza delivery guy. That's right. I mean, I think, I think they're looking for actual delivery people in, in the, the Clyde area in the Clyde area yeah for their actual delivery area uh DCR graphics they do full wraps starting at just 350 bucks uh they also do things a lot cheaper than that little stickers yeah. like these for five bucks um you need some decals for your car some numbers whatever he can do those as well um sprint cars late models modifieds whatever uh any kind of car they can do it you can uh, check out DCR graphics at uh, 419, or I'm sorry, you can check him out at uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash DCR graphics. Uh, I think I just saw he's got some stickers on Brad Eitenauer's late model right. that he just got uh, done. So that's pretty cool. Or you can call Dale, 419-308. Call or text Dale, I should say, 419-308-9523. Which reminds me, we got to get that going there. Um, Dominator Race Products, uh, they're back as a sponsor once again. Check out the classic-looking Killer Z nose. That's that old, uh, old-style old right. 70s Camaro nose. It looks pretty sweet. Very pointy. Yeah. Aerodynamic. I'm sure it is. Yeah. And Gu- uh, Guaranteed a half a second. Also, uh, make sure to check out the Dominator Outlaw nose kit for asphalt super late models, too. Right. Pretty cool stuff there. You can check out all out at DominatorRaceProducts.com, or you can... Uh, Dominator race products from your local reputable race shop, such as Ron Miller Race Cars, or call them direct, 419-923-6970. Yeah, I I might be one-winging it, Scott, but I can still answer the phone, and I can take orders, and I can collect money. Wow, you are (laughs) multi-talented. I really am. Uh, Other uh, sponsors include Free Stream Photos, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. Racing Roundup. So uh, we do uh, did have quite a bit of racing action uh, this past weekend. Attica Raceway Park uh, was in action Friday night. Cap Henry picking up another what a surprise feature win. Uh, actually, uh, not just there. He also picked up his third in a row at Fremont. So right. I mean, he's been getting it done. Uh, AFCS uh, 410 action, and then uh, Rusty Schlenk picking up the win Friday night at Attica in the late models. And Brian Sabito, our uh, guest tonight, uh, won the AFCS 305 feature. Also Friday night, Lima Land, it was Jared Clay picking up the Thunderstock uh, makeup race from uh, from uh, May 15th, or 19th, I'm sorry, May 19th. Thomas Meserol won the Great Lakes uh, traditional sprint feature event. Raleigh Hader, the Dirt Track Truck Series, Shane O'Connor uh, was the winner in the UMP Modifieds, and the uh, regularly scheduled Thunderstock Keyser Memorial was halted after two laps when the power went out. Yeah, somebody turned the light switch off. Yeah, from from what I heard, I guess there was an accident somewhere in the area. Yeah. They hit a main transformer and did took you the power happen off. to see uh, Gabe Mueller's, Gabe Mueller's uh, vi- video? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he yeah. had some in-car video. It's racing, and then all of a sudden, try going eighty miles an hour down <laughs> his eyes were closed and close your eyes. Yeah, scary, uh, scary. That's like one of my worst fears of that happening. Yeah, no headlights on race cars. Well, not our race cars. Yeah. Flat Rock Speedway Saturday night. Greg Rudzik uh, was the uh, Great Lakes Legend Series winner. Jeff Metapedigan was the Street Stock A main winner. Yay. 
no, I was just yaying that I oh, said yeah, his name Oh, yeah, you right. did well. Yeah, Chuck Pankow uh, was a street stock B main winner, and Brad Turner, uh, the winner in the Enduro there. Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night. Carter Murday picking up his very first late model and feature very win. very dominating doing yeah, that Yeah, he did. Stock. Even with the caution, nobody could. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devin Shields had drove, nothing for it. He drove him. away. Yeah. Uh, Josh Robertson picked up the sportsman win. Adam Lance. Uh, the, the Dominator Superstocks, Corey Gum, another uh, compact win for him. Dan Schaefer won the Superstock, almost said Street Stock, the Superstock B Main, and Josh Beaver won the uh, Compact B Main. Mentioned Fremont uh, Speedway Cap Henry pick, picking up his third 410 feature win in a row. Brian Sabito made it a clean sweep of the uh, the weekend. It's 305, another feature win for him. Yep. And another feature win for Dave Gumby Jr. in the dirt trucks, second pretty, of the year. Pretty amazing. In a uh, Ryan Miller race car truck. Yeah, and we're, we're starting race to see a truck. pattern here. What's that? Just repeat. Winners. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, Butler Motor Speedway on Saturday. It was Jason Blonde picking up the win in the 410 sprints. Robbie Henderson in the modifieds. Tavin Kyle in the uh, street stocks. And Brandon Kip. I'm sorry, Brandon Kip in the four cylinders. Lucas Oil Dirt Late Battle Series action Friday night West Virginia Motor Speedway. Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up another win. He's been pretty pretty good this year. Uh, Saturday night rain hit after the heats at West Virginia Motor Speedway, forcing the postponement of the finale to a later date. And then they decided at a little bit later date that they were just going to cancel the whole thing. So it will not be made up. Ooh. Bad track conditions, yeah. I guess, was uh, part of the issue there. Tesla's All-Star Circuit of Champions. It's just about Ohio Sprint Speed Week. It is. You realize that? Uh, Friday night, this past Friday night, uh, Gib Weiser Classic at Dodge County Fairgrounds. Uh, that was won by Corey Eliason. And then uh, Saturday night at the uh, Plymouth Dirt Track, Rico Abreu picking up a feature win there. World of Outlaw Nas Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, Friday night, River City Speedway. David Gravel picking up the win Saturday at Ogilvy uh, Raceway, Carson Macedo. Picking up the win. I think I saw Carson Macedo's atop, like, the sprint car rankings oh, yeah. nationally he, now. Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaw, Case Construction Late Models, Thursday night. Uh, last Thursday night, I should say, at Farmer City. Bobby Pierce picking up the win there. Tri-City Speedway, it was Kyle Bronson. Saturday at Paducah International Raceway, Brian Shirley picking up the win. NASCAR action this past weekend. Uh, Truck Series action, Grant Enfinger. Won the uh, Toyota 200 at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway. He's actually going to be running the cup this uh, weekend. Details on that coming up. Xfinity Series uh, (laughs) also on Saturday, but uh, they were out west at Portland International Raceway for the Pacific Office Automation 147. Cole Custer picking up the win there. A little bit of... uh, Headlock in the uh, pits afterwards, Jeb Burton, and I forget who else. I think it was a crew member of one of the other guys had Jeb Burton in a headlock. Have added boys. Yeah. And then uh, cup action on Sunday, the Enjoy Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway in St. Louis there. Kyle Busch picking up the win. IndyCar Series at uh, Detroit. Detroit Grand Prix. Alex Pillow, uh, I guess, criticized the course at uh, – up there in Detroit, yeah. the new uh, street course, uh, and and one didn't like it, but now he, he might like it a little better. Walked away with a big check. Uh, USAC uh, NAS Energy Drink Sprint, uh, or I'm sorry, National Midget Series action Monday night at Circle City Raceway. Buddy Kofoid picking up a win there, and we have some breaking uh, Buddy Kofoid news tonight Ooh. coming up in a little bit. Uh, high limit uh, action, high limit sprint car series Tuesday at Eagle Speedway it was Kyle Larson picking up. I was that his third win in a row. I think it's uh, his third uh, high limit win, uh, 28,000 plus uh, for 
winning that. Like he needs more money. Taking so. his own money. <laughs> yes. I think that's how that goes. Uh, how about we uh, give our guest a call here? Yeah. Let me get uh, Brian Sabito on the horn here. We're a couple minutes late. Yeah. So Brian Sabito had a, a great weekend this past uh, weekend, picking up wins at uh, Attica and Fremont Speedway. So Friday, Saturday, clean sweep. We'll find out uh, what his plans are for the rest of the year. I think those were both AFCS shows, I think too, so, too. So. Attica Fremont uh, Championship yeah. Series. Hello? Hello? Is this Brian? Yes, sir. Brian, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. It's Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty oh, good. We're doing great. <laughs> Wanted <laughs> want to start off uh, by congratulating you for uh, a clean sweep uh, this past weekend, picking up the win Friday night at Attica, and then uh, again Saturday at uh, Fremont. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you didn't happen to win both heat races, too, did you? Oh gosh. Um, ah. Now you're testing my memory. I know I didn't win Saturday. I ran second to my teammate in our heat race. Um, did I win the heat race on Friday? Well, it was uh, not a bad week. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but no, it was, it, it was, it was a great right. weekend. Now let's, let's talk about those two wins. I actually, I uh, was watching, uh, the, the win at Attica. You had a, a close call there at, uh, or toward the end of the race, a little bit of contact after Paul Weaver did a 360 right in front of you. Uh, did that, uh, mess up your mind? Was the car hurt at all? The car was definitely hurt. Uh, oh. it, it didn't. It it didn't really mess with my mind. I mean, stuff like that happens. It was a pretty eventful last. <laughs> oh, I don't know, eight laps of that race or so. Um, Paul, Jamie, and I got checked out pretty good, and we're just kind of strung out. Um, we were all three running the top, and I re- I was kind of pulling off the top earlier in the race, kind of rolling through the middle. I could roll the bottom. I could really go anywhere I wanted. Um, them guys seem to be pretty committed to the top. So I was really wanting to get to lap traffic. So, because I knew I was good enough, I could move around. Um, so what, what, was, to, what was, oh, Paul, what was Paul Weaver doing on top of the track? Well, uh, who was in the car? Rando, really? <laughs> I know <laughs> Steve Rando actually drove by all three of us and took the lead. Um, with, I don't know, probably, eight or 10 laps to go. He was better than all three of us. Steve probably should have won that race. Um, and he, uh, he got to the lead, started driving away from all of us and then just slipped it off the top of one and two. Me and Paul got back by him. And then, uh, it was a lap car went off the racetrack and, and came back on right across Paul's nose. And, uh, Paul got in the back of him and I seen it kind of happening. I was close enough to Paul, or I was far enough behind Paul to kind of see what was happening, but I was still kind of right there. So when I seen that that kid coming back on the racetrack, Paul kind of committed to what I thought was going to maybe try to go underneath of him. And so I'm like, all right, here's my chance. If I rip the top, clear them both, and I'm good. I knew we were down towards the end of the race. And, uh, so I, I hauled it in, sailed it into three there up on the top. And I was kind of watching them down below me and I seen them get together. I seen Paul go around. I kind of checked up a little bit and Paul kind of tried to keep it going and kind of come up across the racetrack in front of me there. And I hit him and, uh, 
kind of monster trucked him there a little bit and uh the motor shut off oh. and as 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 i was kind of going up over him and i was how how the heck that thing fired back off i have no idea uh pure luck truthfully i mean it, it was that was a it was a pure luck thing um it, it come down and i and i felt the rear tires hit and it sputtered a little bit and i gave it a little throttle and it, it kind of just spit sputtered and took off. Um, and I, I actually thought I was going to go to the tail. So they, they waited. Uh, we rolled around there for, I don't know, a couple of laps under caution. And they didn't come across the radio and say anything. So I'm thinking, like, I, I, I was pissed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> man, this freaking lap car, man, he freaking come across the racetrack and, and took, you know, top two cars out. I was a little irritated. And, uh, probably a little too irritated for the situation, but it was just kind of caught in the heat of the moment. And, uh, but yeah, they came across the radio and, you know, later talking to Dwayne Hancock, he said, or no, I was t- sorry. Next day I talked to this guy and he said that they actually pulled the rule book out and were trying to figure out what the decision oh. was the, the, to, to follow the rules to see what happened. And being that Paul actually spun and brought the caution out, I never spun. I just kind of went up over top of Paul and kept going. Mm-hmm. That technically I don't go to the tail, so I get my my spot back. But yeah, it smashed up the front wing, um, bent the front axle, which we had never actually found the bent front axle until Saturday at Fremont. But uh, before or um, after you won at Fremont, I actually found it when we unloaded the car, we, we kind of okay. have a oh. unique way of doing things, but we, we never messed with it. We left it alone. We actually won with that back front axle on Saturday. <laughs> nice. Maybe you should just <laughs> leave it. We, then. I think we're going to, I don't right. think we're taking it out. I think we're just leaving it in there. Um, Some kind but, of magic. Uh, yeah. We, we, ter- you know, me and my guys, we try to have fun with this. We try to make it, you know, ultimately it's a three Oh five and, they don't take a whole lot of work. They don't take a whole lot of maintenance. You can just kind of, you know, between myself and Guy Myers, we've been doing this long enough that we know what to keep an eye on, what to, what needs maintenance and what doesn't need maintenance every race on a 305. So we, uh, truthfully, we don't really work on the car a whole lot. Um, we, 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 we try to make it fun. We try to keep it fun. We, um, I mean, after we won Friday at Attica, we never saw the race car until we rolled it out of the trailer at Fremont on Saturday. And that's when we were changing the smashed up front wing on Saturday at the racetrack when I noticed that the front axle was bent. And guys like, ah, piss on it. Just leave it in there. We'll be fine. I'm like, all right, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so did, did, you, uh, did it affect the handling, uh, at least uh, as far as the bent axle on, on Saturday night? Did it help it, uh, or could you even tell? I couldn't even tell. Okay. Now, Friday night, them last, I think we had that, when all that happened was on lap, I had a 22, 23, we had three or four laps to go. Now, it did make a, I mean, I think it was mainly the front wing being smashed up. I mean, it mm-hmm. it was all I could do to keep that thing from shoving off the end of the racetrack. Luckily, for me, the track had taken rubber uh, about probably two-thirds away through the feature there at Attica, so... I knew if I stayed in the rubber and kept it, you know, some somewhat throttled down, whoever was behind me was going to have a hard time getting by me. Well, it worked, and you went on to pick up the win. Uh, was the the win fr- Saturday night? Excuse me, at uh, Fremont was that uh, a little easier? Or? 
I mean, no win is easy. Huh. Um, it, it doesn't matter what you're racing, the go-kart, 305, 410, dirt truck. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. No win comes easy. And um, you never know when you're going to get your next one or if you're ever going to get another one. Um, I mean, I, I won a couple of races last year when I decided to kind of come out of retirement, so to speak. But, uh, I mean, Saturday's win at Fremont was my first win at Fremont in 10 years. Oh, wow. So I hadn't won a race at, I, I won an all-star race at Fremont back in 2013. And, uh, that was the last race at Fremont that I had won. Um, and I think I won a race at Attica that year too. That was in the hammer car. Um, and prior to last year that, I mean, I, I hadn't won a race since 2013. So, and you know, I had a lot of ride hopping there through 14, 2014 through 2017. I was probably in, like, I don't know, 10, 15 different race cars. Um, so it's hard to, you know, it's hard to get in a groove and unless you're, you know, Chris Bell or somebody like that, that can hop in the cars and, and, and win. But, uh, you know, it, last year especially, but this Fremont too, it was bittersweet. It, it really meant a lot um, to to know that I can still do this and know that I can still win races. And, and uh, but I guess back to what you put back to what you said there. No, no win is easy. Okay. Um, my my teammate was leading that race. He's been really good this year too. Um, I think we've just kind of stumbled onto some stuff with these new tires that. Uh, has fit our, my driving style and fit our program and, and our car has been really freaking good lately. So who, uh, who are you driving for now? So, uh, Kevin Schlachter is his name. Um, he owns Seth Schneider's 305 car and has for quite some time. Um, my wife and I talked, we went to the Jim Ford there in 20, what is it? 23. So, and in 21, we went to the Jim Ford and it was the first race I had been to and, three or four years was that difficult like watch it was very difficult because as soon as i left there i left and went and bought a motor <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah i hadn't been to a race in three or four years and and i can't watch i can't go to the watch i still don't go to the races to watch um, even now now that i'm back racing other than like king's royal stuff like that but um we went to the Ford there two years ago. It was the 10 year anniversary from when I won the Jim Ford. So I was like, I asked my wife, I was like, you yeah, know, we, we haven't been to a race since 2018. And I, I just, I really would like to go and watch. And, uh, we went and sat in the stands, didn't get pit passes. We sat in the stands and I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I not out here? this is stupid. I see these guys doing this. Why is he doing that? I could be doing this. I could, you know, (laughs) so we went home and I'm like, you know what, let's her and I talked and it's like, you know, I knew at that time I didn't want to get back in a 410. 410 is racing. has just changed so much. Um, since I was doing it full time and I, my, my boys are getting older. Um, you know, my wife and I like to do things outside of racing. Um, I have a couple multiple businesses now that I'm running. Um, 
just don't have the time to commit to a 410 deal. So we came home and I'm like, you know what? Maybe we put a 305 together. We just run a, a pick and choose schedule. Just have some fun. And uh, she, she was all for it and uh, said, all right, well, what do we got to do? And I said, well, first things first, we got to find a motor because them are hard to come by. Reasonable anyway. And I ended up finding one from Bobby Distel and uh, picked up a motor and, and uh, was talking to Seth Schneider, who's, I mean, he's been one of my best friends for 20 years. I don't know, more than that maybe. But uh, he's like, hey, you know, Kevin, my car owner, which I know too, he's like, he's been talking about wanting to put a second car together. You should talk to him. I'm like, nah, man, I really don't want a car owner. I don't want sponsors. Like, I just want to race when I feel like racing. I want to have fun with it. You know, I don't want the, the sponsor thing where they're, they expect you to be there all the time. I don't want a points race. Just want to race whenever I feel like it. And he's like, "Oh, just talk to Kevin." So uh, I ended up talking to Kevin. He's like, "Man, I don't, I don't give a shit. You can race whenever you want." He's like, I'll, "I'll," he's like, "I'll buy you a car. I'll pay all the bills. You put a motor in it." He goes, "You buy a motor. You buy a trailer. I'll pay for everything else. I'll pay for the tires and the fuel and the weekly everything." And he goes, you, "He goes, I don't care if you want run one race or a hundred races. You can run whenever you want." That sounds like, like a pretty good right. deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't really pass it up. So we, uh, we, we put that deal together over last winter, uh, two winters ago, whatever. And, um, we had a lot of fun last year. Um, you know, it's been one of my dreams to work with Guy Myers, who's been a, you know, a winning and veteran crew chief in our area for since the early nineties. Um, he's been one of my really good friends. When I built my first sprint car, he came over and told me how stupid I was <laughs> and how, how horrible I put the thing together and, uh, and helped me with my first race car and, uh, has been a very, very dear close friend of mine for, for going on almost 25 years now. Um, so when we put this deal together, I knew he had, he didn't have anything quite lined up and. Um, he really wasn't working on anything. So I called him and I'm like, Hey, put the car together. I want you to come work on it. You know, we've been, we've joked around for years. We never got to work together. Let's, let's do this together. He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to be committed. I don't want to do this all the time. And I'm like, neither do I. I was like, we'll race when we want to race. If we want to go drink beer, we'll go drink beer. And he's like, all right, well, I'll give it a try. He, and he said, I'll give you 10 races. That's all I'm committing to. And we ended up on like 15 some races last year. And he had so much fun after the first two races. He's like, man, this is awesome. And, uh, like I was saying earlier, because we try to keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I haven't seen my car since we rolled it in the trailer on Saturday after Fremont, my car owner, luckily Kevin, he washes it for us this year. But even last year we, uh, we'd roll it in the, we always prep for car wash after the races. That's one thing we do. We stay after we get the thing prep for car wash. And like last year we'd prep it for car wash. We'd roll it in the trailer and it wouldn't roll out of the trailer until the next race day. We roll it out of the trailer the next race day, whether it be a week, two weeks, three weeks later, we'd roll it out of the trailer, spray it off, clean the nozzles, clean the air filter, maybe grease the bars and roll it back in the trailer and go race. And just, you know, some people may shake their heads at that. I really don't care. Um, it's, that's the part of trying to keep the fun in it. 
Um, you know, we're not at the shop every night. We're not beating our head against the wall, not overthinking things. Um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen the car this week. I'm going to go out there Saturday morning, uh, before Fremont and Kevin's got the car washed. We'll do all of our maintenance on Saturday, load the car up, go race Saturday, Fremont this weekend. And then, uh, we'll probably shove it in the trailer and roll it out at Wayne County on Sunday and <laughs> barring we don't have any problems, um, roll it out and we're going to run Wayne County on Sunday. Brian, how did you get started in, in, uh, sprint car racing? Or in racing in general? Oh, it goes back a long time. Um, Doug Berryman, uh, BRS Racing Shocks around here. Um, I went over to his house when I was four years old. And he, his dad, would ju- I think, just built his first go-kart. And I just became fascinated with it. Um, he rode my bus. And before, I mean, I guess that was before kindergarten. But uh, his neighbor was a, a church friend. His neighbor's parents were friends of my parents at church. And we were over at their house one day. And I still remember this, oddly enough, almost 40 years ago. Um, we went down to Doug's. And I remember going in there. And I remember seeing us go car And I thought how cool that was and, and how I wanted to do that. And then, uh, you know, a year passes. And we start kindergarten. We ride the same school bus together, Doug and I. And, uh, you know, I always, I remember, I, I remember bugging him, always asking him about his go-kart and stuff. And he didn't look too far away from me. We lived out in the country and I would go over there occasionally and, and look at his go-kart sit in it and stuff. And I was just fascinated by it. I wanted to race. And I begged my dad for years to, to get me a go-kart to start racing. And, uh, he would always tell me like, I don't know anything about go-kart racing. We don't, you know, we don't, Nobody in my family ever raced anything. My dad did like some drag racing and stuff, but no, never any circle track stuff. But usually like once a year, my dad would take me and my brother to Fremont and we would watch. And, uh, I was just fascinated. I just, I love dirt track racing. I just became infatuated with it, sprint cars and go-karts and, you know, talking to Doug all the time because we rode the bus together and we went all through school together. Um, and then I, I finally got him talking to get me a go-kart him and my mom got me a go-kart when I was 12 I think I was right around 12 and um started racing I remember my first race I went to I met Dustin Dynan who still races this day and has been one of my closest friends for you know since my first go-kart race um and uh yeah started racing go-karts when I was 12 um it was always my dream to race sprint cars just from going there when I was a kid and, uh, race go-karts for about four or five years and got a, sold all that, bought a dirt truck when Fremont first started the dirt trucks back in 99, 2000, something like that. Bought a dirt truck, ran a dirt truck for like a year, year and a half. And then, uh, I'd had enough. I wanted to, I, I think I was 18, 17, 18. And I went to my dad and I'm like, dad, I want a sprint car. I'm tired of pissing around with this dirt truck. I don't want to race go-karts. I want a sprint car. That's what I want to do. And he's like, we don't know anything about sprint car racing. We don't know anything about, we don't have the money to race sprint cars. And if you want to do it, do it on your own. And 
you know, at the time well, I was thanks, really upset Dad. with them. <laughs> well, no, 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 not at all. At the time I was really upset with them. Now looking back, I value and greatly appreciate the way that he made me start racing smart cars. Um, he said, if you want to do it, do it on your own. We don't have the money to do it. And, uh, I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do then. And, uh, I was working for AJ Sleek's grandpa pumping up Porter shitters. That's what I did for my job to, to buy my first sprint car. Um, and I went to the bank and got a personal loan. I knew the loan officer. She was a scorer at Fremont actually. Um, and I went to school with her son and I went to, went in her office and I was like, Hey, I want to get a loan and buy a motor and, and to buy a sprint car. And she's like, I can't give you a loan to buy a freaking sprint <laughs> car motor. And I'm like, all right, well, how do I got to do this? And she's like, well, I can give you like a personal loan if you want. I'm 18 years old, no credit, you know? And, uh, she's like, well, I can give you a personal loan, but I'm not going to ask you what it's for. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, that's what I want. Brandon Martin had a motor for sale, like 3,500 bucks. So I need $3,500. So I can go personal loan so I can, not go buy a sprint car motor with it. And, uh, <laughs> and she, she gave me a loan and one of my buddies co-signed for me that had a little bit of credit. And, uh, Dustin Keegan helped me, gave me a roller. Dustin and his dad, Donnie Keegan gave me a roller. And, um, that's how I put my first sprint car together, driving around, pumping out Porter shitters and a, and a, and a buddy that co-signed a loan for me to buy a motor. That's pretty cool. Did you, did you have, uh, the, that business that you worked for on is a sponsor? No, I didn't actually. I really didn't have a whole lot of sponsors back then. <laughs> no. Uh, Missed but, opportunity uh, right there. Yeah. I, you're right. I know. Yeah. But no, it, it, you know, like I said, I, I was really upset with my dad at the time that he didn't help me get going. But looking back, I mean, I had junk. I mean, I bought, when I started racing, it was not good equipment at, at all. My chassis was almost as old as I was. But, looking back, I, I appreciate what it took for me to get going. Um, I wish more kids that get going nowadays, you know, I think they would appreciate things more if they went up about things the way that you had to back then. Absolutely. Um, you appreciate of course you would more. Yeah. Yeah, you, you do. And I was fortunate enough there, even halfway through my first season to get a ride actually in a 360 my first year. Um, but it, it, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a bunch of us, me and a couple of my buddies, um, we had no idea what we were doing. That was the car that I put together. That guy came over and called me an idiot. Cause I had no idea. What I <laughs> but no, that's, that's kind of how I got started sprint car racing and, and then just, you know, just digging. Um, you know, we, we actually ran decent with that old car back then. And you could run decent with, with junk back then. Um, I don't want to call it junk, just older equipment. You know, you could run decent with older equipment back then, but, uh, you know, it, it was hard. It was harder. Um, back, there was a lot more, back then. The motor, there, was a lot, there was a lot more cars back then than what there is now. Back then the motor rules were a lot more restrictive. They were. And it was a lot more affordable. Like I right. said, I bought that motor for I bought that motor for thirty five hundred bucks off Brandon, and I damn near won a race that year. We I led most of it, and Scott Kralik passed me with a couple laps to go. 
It was like my, I don't know, it was my sixth or seventh race ever in a sprint car. I damn near won one at Fremont. Um, and, but now, I mean, you can't go buy a motor for 3500 bucks and be competitive now. I mean, they were all just just a standard GM block back then, yep. standard GM heads, um, old, you know, Hillborn injection and whatever old beat up mag you had in that thing. I mean, you could, I think when I bought that motor from Brandon, he told me he had 50 or 60 races on it and I ran it for another I, I, ton of races. I, mean, I put a bunch of races on that thing. Just, you can't do that anymore and be competitive. Just broken in. Yeah, exactly. It smoked a little bit when it fired up. <laughs> but no, it, those were the good days. I, I missed those days. It was and, a lot of fun back then. And you've gone on and you've run in all kinds of different uh, sprints and, and series. You've run 410s, uh, the three oh, the 360s. Uh, you're what, the, uh, the 2011 410 uh, Fremont champion. You, so you got championships. You ran the Fast Series. Sad when it was around. Um, yep. I, and I thought I saw you ran the Chili Bowl in 2013. Yes, I ran that in 2013 um, with the help of a lot of people, really made that possible. But Girl for Davy Ray out there in 2013, um, that was a great experience. I haven't been back since, and I, I don't know why. Every year rolls around, I'm like, man, why didn't I go out to the Chili Bowl this year? Um, but yeah, it uh, Chili Bowl was really cool. Midget was Midget was a lot of fun. How uh, how well did you do? Which alphabet soup uh, feature did you get to? Oh gosh, I think I did the E, the D, to the C. That's no, pretty... I no. May, did I make the C? It was close. I think I maybe I did the F to the E to the D. I think I that's what I did. I think I did the F to the E to the D, and I almost made the C because I almost made the night portion. Um, I think I missed it by like two spots, but pretty, pretty decent. But, um, I remember on my qualifying night out there, I drew dead last in my heat race in the first heat. And that's like the worst spot to start at the chili bowl. Every heat race is last in the first heat because the track's all juiced up. There ain't no passing. And I remember I, I, that's kind of screwed my whole week. I drew a, I drew a horrible pill and was in the first heat race. Um, but it was still, it was still a great experience. It was, it was awesome. I think everybody should get to experience that at some point. Um, you know, it, maybe it's not for everybody. I know it, it, it costs money just for, you know, a no namer, especially like me back then. I had to pay for that deal back then. Um, but boy, was that a lot of fun. Was that your only ride in a midget? I ran Fort Wayne one year. Oh boy! It was my only ride in a dirt. It was my only ride in a dirt midget. I ran Fort Wayne one year, um, in a midget, and run decent. I, we made the show, which was tough back then. They got a boatload of midgets. We made the show in a focus. I, it was a focus midget, and we made the show. Uh-huh. And run. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even remember where the heck we finished at. It was mid-pack, maybe somewhere in there. It was. I mean, we ran okay, made it out of the heat race, and both nights made it out of the heat race and made the feature. Um, but yeah, that was the only time I ever ran a midget. I'd love to do it again. I'd love to do it outdoors. I was going to say you've only run midgets indoors. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd love to do it at Eldora. <laughs> love to get in the midget at oh Eldora. That would be really cool. So, uh, do you have a, a, a certain nickname? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I want to see if it's the same one that I've been told what it is. Uh, what would that be, and how did you come about uh, getting that nickname? Flipper. <laughs> that's that's, what I, <laughs> that's what I got. I got that nickname when I was uh, 13, 14 years old, 13 or 14, um, in a go-kart. I was racing that Clyde Street race, and I, Dustin, as I mentioned before, Dustin Dynan was one of my really good friends. His His dad is very, very influential in my racing career. Um, it took me, as I said, you know, my dad didn't know a whole lot about racing and, and Dustin's dad, Dick really took me under his wing when I first started racing go-karts, um, to the point where he, he just took me racing. I was almost like a second son of his, um, took me and Dustin racing for a year. I mean, for uh, three, four years there. And, uh, I was racing a Clyde street race and I flipped, got upside down, broke my collarbone oh, and they, uh, yeah, they hauled me off to the, to the hospital. And I, it was, I don't know, maybe a couple, it was two or three weeks after that. We went over to Bradner. Bradner had a little pavement oval track over there. It was a couple weeks after I was still in an arm sling and I took my arm sling off so I could race. I think if I remember right, I didn't tell my mom or my dad that I was racing that day. I told him I was <laughs> just going with Dick and Dustin to watch and, and Dick took my go-kart and we, uh, got the, I ended up racing that day. It was my first race back after Clyde when I broke my collarbone. We're racing at Bradner there and a wreck happened in front of me and I hit him and flipped over again, landing on my head. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was like telling the story because I, Oddly enough, again, this is 30, 37, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 years. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, Craig Mint, Craig Mintz, I was raced with Craig that day. I've raced with Craig for, I've raced with Craig since I started racing go-karts. Um, Craig Mintz pulled my go-kart off me that day. And um, Craig was probably 11 or 12 years old back then. And uh, my helmet was all skinned up and everything. And we're on our way home that day. and. Dick, Dustin's dad, he's like, man, we're going to start calling you Flying Flipper. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, Flying Flipper, because two races in a row now, you've been upside down. And I'm like, all right. So then it ended up, I, I remember I had a, a, a helmet back then, and I had a sticker made that went across the eye that said Flying Flipper on it. And then it just kind of got shortened to Flipper for, you know, for the rest of my go-kart days. And then, uh, you know, it's no secret I've kind of kept on that that reputation through my sprint car career because <laughs> I've been been upside down and been upside down quite a few times. Which what's more painful, being upside down in a sprint car or in those uh, go karts where you don't have a cage? Go kart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> easily, easily go kart. I've been hurt in a sprint car, but um, yeah, man, there's no there's no cage when you flip in them things. You land on your head. Well, uh, what, uh, you said you're kind of picking and choosing, uh, your races, uh, kind of what, uh, what's your rough plans uh, for the rest of this season then with 305? So we made a schedule at the beginning of the year with like 21 races on it. And we figured on 
five, six rainouts and trying to hit 15 races. That was kind of our schedule, kind of the same thing we did last year. Um, so, I mean, we had obviously a bunch of rainouts there uh, early this year with the weather. So I know we're running this weekend, um, Saturday, Sunday, Fremont and Wayne County. And then we met a buddy's wedding next weekend. And then I think we're running one race there at the end of June. And then we're going to take a couple weeks off, take the fourth off. Wife and I are going to go out of town, I think, for the 4th of July. And taking my boys camping the weekend after that and going to the Royal the weekend after that. So we probably won't be back racing until third, third, fourth week of July. Um, I don't know. We might have eight races or so, maybe left eight, 10 races, maybe left on our schedule for the rest of the year. Like I said, it's just kind of picking and choosing. Um, you know, I I only get my boys every other weekend, so I don't like to drag them to the track both nights. I like to, try to spend time with them and, and do something outside of the racetrack with them when I have them. And, you know, same thing when, you know, same thing with the wife when, when, when I don't have my boys, it's, you know, I, I don't like to drag her to the racetrack every weekend either. Um, she sells the shit out of t-shirts, but, uh, you know, I, I, I like to be able to enjoy other things. Um, you know, I think I was reading Joey what Saldana when he got inducted in the Hall of Fame last week and the weekend before. He was saying something about, and I remember exactly how he put it, but it was something along the lines of, you know, racing made me realize that there's other things in life other than racing, um, and it couldn't be more true. Taking them, couple, them handful of years off made me realize that you know there is other things to do outside of racing. And, um, my family deserves to enjoy other things other than my passion and what I do. So I, I, that's why I enjoy my part-time schedule and doing what I'm doing. I ask all the time about getting back in a 410 and I'm like, I I really have no, I really don't have an ambition to get back in a 410. Um, at least not at this point. I just, uh. I'm enjoying doing other stuff too. Brian, do the boys have any thoughts of racing? My oldest asks me all the time uh, <laughs> about, about racing, but he's also big into sports. Sure. He plays, he plays all the ball sports, you know, he's football, baseball, basketball. Um, yeah, I know he wants to race, but again, he's also so busy with sports stuff. And I just don't know. I don't want him to race go-karts, truthfully. Go-karts anymore is, it's just, it's not like it was when I was a kid. I don't think it, I don't think it's really teaching the younger generation anything. I I truthfully think it's teaching them bad habits. Um, Go-kart racing is nowadays. Um, So I'm kind of, kind of been dragging my feet on it until he gets a little bit older and see how he shakes out with sports stuff. When he gets a little bit older, more towards sprint car age, we'll see how sports stuff is going and, and maybe make a decision at that point. But, um, and my youngest now, I mean, he's six doesn't, I don't know. He's, he's a special little guy. (laughs) He, uh, 
he's not really showing any signs of wanting to do the race and stuff, at least not yet. He's still but, young. Uh, yeah, he's, he's still really young, but Braxton, my oldest, he's, he's about to turn 13. So he's only a couple years away from, you know, being sprint car age, sure. trying to get him involved in the sprint car stuff. I take him to the races. He goes to the races. I think he enjoys running around and talking to people more than he does. You know, I, I, I've tried to get him to like work on the car and like help me in the shop. And he's at this point anyway, I think he's, you know, more into the sports stuff than he is. I think his heart is more into the sports stuff anyway sure. than, than the racing stuff, which is fine. I just want him to, you know, support him no matter what, whatever, no matter what he wants to do. So we'll see as he gets older. If he shows signs of wanting to get in a, in a sprint car, I'm not opposed to, um, you know, trying that with him. But uh, at this point, no, not, not right now. You're going to tell him uh, he's got to do it on his own? I'll make him work for it. Okay. That's for, okay. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I, I won't buy him everything. No, and, and you know, it's funny you say that. I, I, I He talked about it this last, that this last winter, talked about wanting to get a go-kart and wanting to do this. And, and I said, I'll tell you what, if you start going to the shop with me and you show me that you want to do it and you, you actually put in the work and you, you know, you prove to me that you actually want to do this and you try to learn and everything like I'll, I, I will start entertaining the idea. And I even told him, I'm like, if you want to work with me, come up and stay the summer with me. You want to work with me? I have a construction business. I said, you want to work with me and you, earn money, I'll pay you. I'll pay you to work for me. You save your money. And if you save up enough money that you can buy a go-kart, we'll get a go-kart. I said, but I will not buy you a go-kart. If you work for me, earn enough, get a go-kart. And so, I mean, he just got out of school like last week. So we'll see what happens. But uh, no, I will. I'll make him earn it. If he wants to race go-karts, he's going to work for me and I'll pay him to work for me but he's going to buy it on his own. Um, same thing with the sprint car. When he gets of age, if he gets a job, um, I'm not saying I wouldn't help him out because I would obviously, <laughs> but um, I, I will not go out and buy him everything and just hand it to him and let him go race. Absolutely not. Um, I guess that that's my old school coming out in me a little bit. I uh, No, he won't be handed anything. He'll have to work for it. I can relate. It sounds fair. Uh, Brian, It's a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. we we got to get going here. I have one last question for you. Who's going to win Ohio Sprint Speed Week this year? Hmm. That's tough. <laughs> um, Zeb has been really good in that 26 car. He'd be tough to bet against. Um has Peck been back out since the crash? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about him since then. If he comes back out, he's going to be good. He's he's really good around here. Um, Cap's been on a roll. Oh, my gosh. And, and speaking of that, his crew chief is my crew chief's son. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if it wasn't an all-star regular, Cap would a thousand percent. His confidence is through the roof right now. Um, and you can see it in his driving. 
I called this win at Attica and hot laps guy and I were standing up in the, in the booth watching hot laps at Attica, hot laps qualifying, whatever. And, uh, I said, he's going to win tonight. And he looked at me, guy looked at me and he's like, really? I'm like, you watch it. He's going to win tonight. Look at how he's driving that race car. Caps confidence through the freaking roof right now. And Zach has that car just, I mean, just so drivable, so close for him to do what he needs to do. If it's not an all-star regular, Cap's going to have a, an excellent speed week. I think Zeb or, or Peck would be probably my pick outside of uh, of a local, if you call Cap a local, I guess. Okay. That, that sounds like some good choices. Yeah. Definitely good picks. And uh, something you may not know, our guests usually go on to win their next race, so uh, you'll probably make it two in a row at uh, Fremont <laughs> on Saturday. So congratulations ahead of time. I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> Brian, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. We appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. We'll see you. Yep. Bye. Brian Sabito. Yeah. Very, very well-spoken. Good gentleman. interview, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, look for him this weekend at uh, Fremont Speedway on Saturday in Wayne County, then on uh, right. Sunday. So. Very cool. A reminder, uh, time running out to get in on our um, giveaway here for the Hammerdown. Hashtag Hammerdown. Yes, hashtag. I saw someone uh, put in. It has to be exactly like it's on the screen right now. The number sign or hashtag, and then Hammerdown. Actually, the capitalization I don't think matters, but no spaces. Hashtag Hammerdown. If you put that in already, you're already in the drawing. Uh, if you put it in in any other vari- variation, then uh, you probably want to Put that in the comments again. Just hashtag hammer down all together, no spaces. Right. And uh, we'll do that drawing here in just a couple. Because the computer minutes. is smarter than we are. Yes, the computer is the one that does the uh, the picking there. There's no human involved other than me clicking the button that makes it choose. Uh, make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane, custom magnets. Uh, I've seen some of those uh, they had at the track. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, they put basically any picture you want on a on a magnet there. Canned koozies, tumblers. I mean, they're great gifts for racers in your family, racing fans of uh, particular drivers. Um, they got the kids' nights going on at Oakshade where uh, they have a whole bunch of sponsors. And uh, the first 50 kids through the uh, gate get a free 4x6 photo. Yeah. And they're always willing to wheel and deal. If you go there uh, and you're looking to buy some f- photos from them, if you buy a, you know, a little bit more than just one or two quantity uh, discount. They might be able. They might uh, work a deal for it with you, and not that uh, a buck for a four by six is much. I don't think the price has changed in since I was a wee one. I think I remember fifty cents. Was it? I don't. But, well, but, you're a little older than me, though. Just angry. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, freeze frame photos. Uh, special moments frozen in time. Call Charlie if you need a, a special photo session. 419-476-9978. You can also find them on Facebook. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Oakshaderaceway.com. Uh, check that their full schedule out there. Or follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. This weekend, the full show of Late Models, Sportsman, Dominator, Superstocks, and Compacts. And then next week's the first uh, special show at Oakshade of the year, the 5,000 to win Barney Oldfield race for the late models. Ooh, how much is admission to that one, Scott? The same as it is every week. 14 really? bucks for that, uh, adults. That's amazing. Yeah, even the 10,000 to win race. Yeah. 14 bucks for adults, kids uh, free. Uh, yeah, 
All the information's there on uh, oakshaderaceway.com. And, of course, Rimmler Race Cars in Lambertville, Michigan, 734-856-7223. Uh, right now, uh, probably focusing more on the uh, parts. Uh, on sales, but the crew is uh, doing a great got... job on getting stuff done. Okay, so you got the crew still working there. Oh, so yeah. You, uh, race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, uh, broken Nerf bar replacement. Yeah. Yeah, you know how long it took me to pound the metal on the door was like folded, folded around it. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to use pry bar to get that before I could even start hammering. But on you've it. got it pretty again. It uh, ish. It kind of looks like uh, someone took a piece of paper and just and then tried to smooth it out. Oh, so it'll work. It's workable. We'll go with that. Seven rows up, it'll look perfect. Probably. Oops, I disappeared. There, there I am. No, no, I'm huge. Okay. Um, moving along here, we got a little bit of racing news. Then we'll uh, draw our winner. We'll also give away Big D's Pizza with how many and determine who our winner is uh, for last week of uh, a Big D's Pizza from the how many how many G Great Lakes traditional sprints were at uh, Lima Land last week. Right. I know that number, and I will tell you it after we do this. Latest racing news. The Eldora Million format has been uh, published, I guess we can say. Um, the way things are going to work, uh, you know, two nights for the uh, the Eldora Million this year for late, or not late, uh, sprint cars, first year for sprint cars. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, July 12th, I believe that's the day after the Doty at Attica, Ooh. as a matter of fact. Uh, drivers will uh, be split into two different groups, each running a full show of qualifying heats, B-Main, and 25-lap main events. Uh, Eldor's uh, Speedway signature Every Lap Matters format will be in use on Wednesday night uh, and will set uh, heat race lineups for Thursday's Eldora Million, night number two. That's when they actually have the main event that pays a million dollars. Actually, it's more than a million dollars. Um, so night number two will consist of... Six heat races with the top three finishers transferring into that Eldora Million main event. Uh, fourth through six will go to the B main and seventh on back to the C. For the B, the top two drivers in the uh, Every Lap Matters points who did not advance to the A will be will start on the front row. Of the B main? Yes. Okay. I lost my place here for the B top two. Starting on the front row of the B. The remainder of the field will be set by uh, the heat results for the B main. Top sec six will uh, transfer to the A. Heat winners will uh, draw for starting positions uh, one through six. All right. So you're at 24 cars so far. 24 cars. Yeah, that's right. That's how many are going to start. And uh, second place finishers of the heats will draw then for starting positions seven through 12. And then, you know, so on and so oh, forth. Okay. Third place finishers will draw for 13th on whatever it is. And uh, the A main will be 50 laps and will pay 1000 I'm sorry, $1,002,023 to win. Not bad. Good payday. And that's a Thursday night payoff, yeah. NASCAR is docked Eric Jones and Legacy Motor uh, Club uh, 60 points and five playoff points each. Uh, suspended crew chief Dave Ellens for two races and find him $75,000 for the L1 violation discovered this week at the R&D Center. The team uh, was found to have modified the greenhouse. They were trying to grow plants. Right. 
No, the greenhouse, that's yeah. where the driver sits. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what the modification was, but something. It's always something. Every week, it's some weird thing that's not approved. Um, oh, wait, we have uh, some breaking news here. Let's... Uh... First part of this isn't quite breaking news, but uh, earlier this week, uh, Vermeer Motorsports and longtime driver Hunter Schoenberg uh, parted ways just before uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Yeah, Schoenberg has driven the number 55 for the last three seasons, currently ranks third in all-star points, and he's uh, won two features this year, including one all-star win. Just announced today, this is the breaking news part, Buddy Kofoid has been named to drive the uh, uh, Vermeer Motorsports number 55 starting tomorrow night at Attica Raceway Park. Wow. So maybe he's uh, he's one to uh, yeah. keep an eye on for Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Yes. And beyond. Uh, so that was some breaking news there. Ed Carpenter announced uh, that the team and uh, Connor Daly have mutually agreed to end their relationship. There's a lot of breaking up this week. Uh, race teams. The number 20 Chevrolet will continue as a full-time entry through the remaining NTT IndyCar Series season with Ryan hunter Ray at the wheel. Um, and then we mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series rookie driver of the number 42 Sunseeker Chevrolet, Noah Gregson, will not compete in Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race at Sonoma Raceway. GMS Racing and NASCAR Truck Series veteran Grant Enfinker will uh, drive the number 42 this weekend. Last Sunday at Worldwide Technology Raceway, Gregson was involved in a crash on lap 197, was evaluated and released from the infield care center, but upon returning home to uh, North Carolina, he began to experience concussion-like symptoms uh, during the middle of this week and is uh, currently seeking treatment. So hopefully not another uh, Kurt Busch situation. Because that didn't play out very well. No, not at all. So, and then uh, one other note, some more breaking news. This actually didn't even make it to my prep yet. It's still on my phone from uh, our associate producer, uh, Dave Kemmer. Yeah, here it is. Um, So, yeah, this is some breaking news, too. Longhorn Chassis. It's pleased to announce an educational partnership agreement with the number one university in the world for high-performance automotive and diesel education. Sounds like a commercial for the University of Northwestern Ohio, UNOH. Of course, we've all heard of that. In an effort to support the growing need for quality fabricators, crew chiefs, mechanics, and specialists in the dirt racing industry, Longhorn Chassis will be offering $30,000 in annual scholarships beginning this fall to help assist full-time students with their financial needs while pursuing a motorsports career. As part of their technical strategy, Longhorn Chassis will be providing modern training aids and help UNOH instructors and students stay up to date with the advancement of uh, technology in the late model and modified classes. That's really cool. That's pretty cool. I'm surprised Brian Miller Race Cars hasn't uh, jumped up on there. You see there, big fella. Put a $50,000 scholarship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's chump change for you, right? Sometimes. <laughs> All right. One uh, final reminder here. Uh, as soon as uh, we go through our Big D's uh, pizza racing menu, we'll draw for that free window sticker courtesy of DCR Graphics. Um, hashtag hammer down in the comments. That'll get you entered into the drawing. That's all you got to do. Anytime uh, before we actually do the drawing, which is coming up here shortly. Before that, though, let's do uh, uh, some pizza to give away. I think that sounds good. How many? 
So last week's how many was how many uh, Great Lakes traditional sprints would be at Lima Land Friday night. The actual number was 15. And uh, our guest in the studio last week, J.D. Niemeyer, was the closest. He picked 18. Ooh. So J.D. is technically the winner. You were uh, second closest. Wait, no. I think you were second. I think I wrote that down wrong. Good thing I have last week's prep here where I actually wrote everything down. No, I was closest. Yeah, I did have it right. So you've got I picked 20, you picked 21. All right. So I was closer than you, but uh, JD, our studio winner. And uh, our winner online, we had a tie. Really? So we have to spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel to determine who's going to win the Big D Pizza this week. Only two names this time. So a 50 50 chance going up for Brian Nelson. And Matt Swander. Ooh. So here we go. Big D's pizza wheel is spinning. And if that was a pizza, those are some big slices. Matt Swander is going to uh, win that. That's it. Big D's pizza this week. Congratulations to Matt. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. Now, this week. This week's uh, how many number is not technically how many. It's more of a number. What is going to be the number on the uh, winning car of the Dirt Lake Model Dream Saturday night at Eldora. Hmm. Hmm. You've got to go first. Hmm. Who could it be? I don't know. I'm going to go with 20. That is uh, going to be my guess. Six. Ron says six. Okay. And if you'd like a chance to uh, win a Big D's Pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments right now as far as the winning car number. See, Dean's going with uh, with Nick Hoffman there, the number nine. What a, <laughs> what a surprise. What a surprise. So, uh, again, just put the uh, number of the car that you think is going to win, and, again, whoever's closest, meaning numerically, you know, say a 10 wins, Dean would be closest so far with uh, with the nine. Right. So there, that's how we're going to determine who's going to win that Big D's pizza. You have until... We'll say Saturday at noon. So Saturday noon Eastern to get your guess in for that winning car number to win a Big D's Pizza. And speaking of Big D's, it's time for that Big D's Pizza racing menu. This weekend, Big D's Pizza racing menu. Starting tonight, it is uh, the Dirt Late Model Dream, night number one. Uh, Twin features, hot laps uh, began at 6.30 tonight, and uh, yeah. We're going to have to go check that out. They got uh, racing going on uh, for the Dirt Late Model Dream starting on, tonight. On flow, at right? I believe that is on flow, yeah. Tomorrow night, uh, the action continues at Eldora with uh, another night of twin features again. Gates open at noon, hot laps at 6.30. General admission is $35 there at Eldora. Lima Land Motorsports Park in action as well Friday night for Ron Kale Memorial with the NRA Sprints, UMP Modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Gates open at 5 racing at 7.30. $12 for general admission tickets there. And Attica Raceway Park, it's the uh, Burton Bridget Emmerich Classic slash uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week slash Ohio Laborers slash Ohio Cat Night. It's the kickoff of Ohio Sprint right. Speed Week. Uh, that's the short version. Featuring the uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions Sprints. 6000 to win tomorrow night at uh, Attica Raceway Park. UMP Late Models, uh, they'll be running for 2000 to win. Oh, all right. Steve running uh, Attica tomorrow night? Uh, probably not. I think he has to work. Oh, it's funny how life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, gates open at 3 Friday night at Attica. Racing at 745. General admissions, $25 there. 
Saturday night, uh, you got quite a bit of choices here. We'll start things off with Flat Rock Speedway with the uh, CNV Enterprises School Bus Figure 8, plus Outlaw Super Late Models, regular figure 8s, boat figure 8s, flagpole race. That uh, will start at 7 o'clock. That's when racing starts. Gates will open at 5. General Mission $20 there at Flat Rock on Saturday. Also Saturday, Oakshade Raceway, Late Model Sportsman, Dominator Superstocks and Compacts, Gates open at 4, Racing at 7, General Mission $14. Fremont Speedway, it's the Rick Ferkel Classic, night number two of uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week with the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions. 305 is also in action. Our guest earlier tonight, Brian Sabito, will be uh, in action as well. At Fremont, Gates open at 4, Racing at 7, General Mission 25 bucks. Did I see that the USAC D2 midgets are there? Or not? I Maybe don't not. think so. Maybe that's next I did week. not have that. Okay. Uh, Sandusky Speedway, free uh, admission. Sandusky I saw Speedway. that. Yeah, they're doing. That's insane. They've been doing. All, they've been getting some great sponsor support there. Right. Odin's Paradise is uh, presenting uh, the action, the free admission this Saturday night at Sandusky Speedway. I mean, so if you're bored on Saturday and need something to do, go to Sandusky Speedway. It ain't yeah. going to cost you anything other than gas to get there, I guess, unless you live around the corner. Which could happen. You might buy a hot dog. Might, yeah. You can afford to. Pure stocks, renegades, beginner stocks, and all-American iron. So uh, four classes in action at Sandusky Speedway. Gates open to four, racing at seven. General mission uh, is free. Why do I have $25? <laughs> it's free. Never mind. Free. It's free at Sandusky. Waynesfield uh, Raceway Park back in action. It's the Battle at the Field featuring the NRA 360 Sprints. I saw uh, Harley White's coming back into town to run really? Lima Land. On a Friday on uh, Waynesfield Saturday night uh, in the NRA 360s. UMP Modifieds also in action. Dirt stock cars and the dirt track trucks also in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 730 at Waynesfield. $15 for general admission. Butler in action. Butler Motor Speedway. It's autograph night with the 410 sprints. UMP Modified Street Stocks, four cylinders. Gates open at 430, racing at 730. General admission, 15 bucks. And Eldora Speedway. The Dirt Late Model Dream, the main event, the heats, the B-mains, and then, of course, the 100-lap feature paying $129,000 to win uh, Saturday night. Gates open at noon, hot laps at 6.30, general admission, 45 bucks for that uh, show there. Um, and again, uh, tonight's how many is the winning car number of that race. Right. So get your guess in if you haven't yet. If you can only guess once. Other uh, series action this weekend, the Dirt Car Summer Nationals uh, gets kicked off actually next week on Wednesday, June 14th at uh, Peoria Speedway in Illinois and then Kankakee County Speedway, also in Illinois, on Thursday, June 15th. So we'll cover the Summer National sure. results. Tesla's All-Star Circuit of Champions. Of course, it's Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Uh, Attica Friday, Fremont on uh, Saturday, Wayne County on Sunday and Monday. As a matter of fact, Sharon Speedway in Hartford, Ohio on Tuesday. Then it's uh, Atomic uh, Speedway in Chillicothe on Thursday, June 15th. And then uh, we'll report the rest uh, next Thursday yeah. on the show. So there you go. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series in action at Knoxville Raceway in Knoxville, uh, Iowa, Friday night and Saturday night. That's uh, tomorrow and, and Saturday, June 9th and 10th. The uh, Xfinity Series will be in action, NASCAR Xfinity Series, at Sonoma Raceway on Saturday, June 10th. That'll be a night race, 8 o'clock on FS1. They have lights out there? Well, I guess it's three hours behind, yeah. so that'll be like 6 o'clock their time. 
So they probably don't need the lights. It's the uh, DoorDash 250 at Sonoma Raceway. And then Cup Series action at uh, Sonoma as well on Sunday, the Toyota Save Mart 350. That will begin at 3.30 p.m. on Fox on Sunday afternoon. And now it's time for that weekend weather pit stop forecast. It'll be a quick one. Yeah. Actually, the weather is changing a little. Um, there, there's some remote chances of rain eh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I think we're going to end our never-ending streak of sunny, right. sunny and 80 degrees. Um, and I, I've been, looking, but not till Sunday. I've been so look- really, all that will affect is probably Wayne County and maybe Ohio Sprint Speed Week uh, action. Yep. But they got pretty creative a few years ago, where they would one track would have rain and another track in and Ohio would switch dates. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a killer for any of those, but I know there's some lawns that really need it. Yeah, mine. Definitely. So but everything else, we should be good. It should yep. be comfortable. Late uh, spring. Yeah. Typical weather and dry, which has caused some uh, issues at every track, dirt track locally. Right. Uh, with uh, trying to keep the dust down. There's just, it, the air so dry and yeah. it's uh it's like the and there's like been Arizona. a breeze, yeah. So it's and the sun's been out. Well, it's been a red sun with the the smoke in the yeah. sky from Canada. But anyway, last call then for uh, hashtag Hammerdown. We're going to give away those tickets now or tickets uh, stickers. Stickers, a Hammerdown Racing Report sticker. One sticker. Put this on the window of your car. Whatever you want to do. Put it on your race car if you got a race car. Uh, put it on the window of your house. Wherever you want to put it. It's uh, yours, courtesy of DCR Graphics. Uh, hashtag hammer down race. I'm sorry, hammer down. Hashtag hammer down. Hammer down. That's it. So we'll give you about uh, 10 seconds to get that in if you have not done so already. Let's see how many uh, we got here. That's the wrong one. That's the wheel of names. We can close that. So we got a, eh, just a few. Got a few in there. So your chances of winning uh, are pretty good. And uh, you will have to pick this up from Ramiller Race Cars in uh, Temperance, Michigan. So And you will have 30 days to uh, pick it up. So, which is a bit of a challenge right now. Is it? Every road around there is oh, that's under right. construction. Well, if you're coming from Ohio, just go around yeah. the uh, yeah. the blockades yep. because you can still get to rounds. Use your GPS; it'll show you. Will it? Oh yeah. Will show the closed roads. Yep. Okay. I did not know that. So here we go. Um, let's uh, do that giveaway. Let's go over here. We're gonna do this. We're going to do this, and uh, there's your hashtag, hammer down. Here we go. We're going to draw for the winner for a window sticker, hammer down racing report window sticker, courtesy of DCR Graphics. Who's it going to be? Really? Seriously? <laughs> Well, John Young, uh, congratulations. Uh, he actually bought a, a few of them from DCR. So now you got another one for free. So congratulations. Uh, again, thanks to DCR Graphics. If you didn't win this week, don't worry. We're going to do it again next we week. Got, we got another one here. Wait, you can't see. Now, now you can see that there's two. I got another one who will give away uh, next week on the show. So, And uh, if you won this week, you're not eligible next week. So, John, you can't uh, enter the win next week. New rule. I just made that. Yeah, maybe a heads up to John Young. If uh, he sees one on the back window of uh, a silver Chevy Impala, he'll 
He'll know where his sticker is. <laughs> what is are you saying you're going to uh, usurp his uh, sticker? There you go. That's uh, that's for you to take back to your shop uh, for him to pick it up. Got it. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer and contributors John Young and Bob Stazak. I heard from Bob for the really? first time in a few months, so it was nice talking to him. Really? Yeah. Apparently, he's been sending me email and it's just been getting blocked. So he called me last Friday and was like, Why aren't you using any of yeah. my stuff? <laughs> Make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. You can listen to us on there, too. All kinds of options. Make sure to rate and review us as well. Share us with your friends. I should mention that at the beginning. But uh, you can share this still, this uh, this broadcast. Right. Facebook, you can share that, yeah. Even pops up anywhere, yeah. anytime. Thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. You want to be a sponsor? Uh, check out HammerdownRaceReport.com. More information on there. And uh, no, no hotline this week, Dean. No, nobody called us. Should we? I, we'll throw out the number just in case anybody wants to call us. Um about the, about ready to shut down the hammer down hotline. It's been, it's been, oh, Are you sure? I can't see it. There it is. 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. There's an echo in the studio, Scott. Is there? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, of course. My it headphones is. aren't working. I can't. I can't. I got nothing. So now I gotta get that off there. So, again, uh, yeah, you can call us uh, on the Hammerdown hotline, too, if you're interested in being a sponsor. I won't play that back, probably, most likely. Thanks again to uh, Brian Sabido, this week's guest. Uh, very uh, Good interview. Good talking Good talking with him next week on the show. We uh, will, I don't know. And, and Brian gave us some insight on having fun in racing. Yeah. Don't, don't work on your car. That's it. That would be more fun. I, I did notice that they washed but, the car, so... That's good. I, I don't do that. <laughs> and I know. I know you're well aware of that. I am. <laughs> I did wash it when I brought it back from your place. I did, since I had all the panels off, I did wash it. I power wash it a little bit. You can tell what color it is now, the, the yeah. chassis. Yeah. All right. It's kind of black and orange, and like there's, it's got a lot of different paint. Did you paint the crash bar, the new crash bar? I should have, but no, I didn't get that wet, though, either. Oh, okay. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see you back here next Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Get out, support your local track this weekend. Everybody should be good as long as you're uh, Friday and Saturday. That's it. As far as the weather. And um, we're out. We're going to go watch some uh, Eldora racing, I think, now. Look forward to seeing you at a circle of dirt somewhere, folks. There you go. And don't forget to uh, contact DCR Graphics. $5 if uh, you want to get one of these Hammerdown Racing Report stickers. And he'll mail them to you. Yeah. Just uh, DC, uh, Facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. All right, now we're leaving. Goodbye. Bye, y'all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. 
We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company. And we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.